Well, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you have decided to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> As always, please be sure to check out the Movie Bugle on my Instagram page at the Movie Bugle. You can also check out the Movie Bugle on Twitter at the Movie Bugle, and I also have a YouTube channel. But I need to go ahead and start making videos sometime soon. But when I start making videos, you can definitely check me out on YouTube. <laughs> you know, the Movie Bugle is available on Apple Podcasts, it's available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and TuneIn. So I'm all over the place. And um, like I said, I'm so happy you decided to check me out and listen to me talk about movies. Now, this particular episode is a very special episode. I know I say that every single week, but you know, all my episodes are special to me. So <laughs> anyways, um, this episode is going to be a two-part episode. This past weekend, um, there was a DC fandom event. If you don't know what that is, pretty much uh, Warner Brothers and DC came together. Well, it's all the same company, but they put out this presentation of a celebration of all things DC comics, DC television shows, DC movies, and just the DC you know genre in general. So it was sort of like Warner Brothers and DC's version of Comic-Con. And I definitely tuned in. I posted a lot of stuff on my Instagram page. We got a lot of cool trailers and special sneak peeks and stuff like that. And for the special occasion, I had to bring on a special guest with me. Um, he's been on an episode with me before. Um, Oscar, he's going to be joining me in just a second. But I wanted to let everyone know that this particular topic or this discussion is going to be broken into two parts. So part one is going to be uh, me and Oscar talking as well. Part two is going to be me and Oscar talking. Um, but I, you know, we talked for so long and um, I didn't, I didn't want it to be one long continuous episode. So I broke it up into two parts the way, you know, if you need to take a break in between, or if you only want to listen to a few things on one and a few things on another, or however you want to go about it. But just want to let everyone know that this is going to be a two part episode. So excited to um, dive into it. And I'm going to go ahead and grab Oscar. I'm going to go ahead and get started. It. All right, everyone. Like I mentioned before, I have my good friend Oscar here who's joining me on this special episode. What's going on, Oscar? Not much. Just, uh, you know, riding off this DC train. Join it what I can before work starts again next week or this upcoming week. <laughs> right. It's 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 definitely a train. And you know what's funny? I was when I was watching all the stuff from DC fandom yesterday, it was it was interesting. And I was looking at other advertisements for like other studios. We're not gonna mention other studios on this episode. I'm gonna dedicate this episode <laughs> just to DC. But I was like, give DC today, like let them have today. So, you know, it's been a hype train and this a lot. I, I have a lot of opinions and I'm pretty sure you do too. So I'm glad you joined me on this episode today. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to talk about mainly the movie stuff because, um, you know, that's what I do here. But I know you. So for everyone who doesn't know, I think we mentioned this on a previous episode in back in season one. Um, uh, Oscar is a huge DC fan. So. I personally was more interested in the movie aspects and movie announcements and trailers and stuff like that. But there was a lot of things from DC fandom that they had during like the three and a half, you know, and I thought it was also going to be four hours, but it ended up being just like just right over three and a half hours. But they had a lot of announcements and stuff from like TV, like whether it was like animated or on HBO Max or CW. So before we get into the movies, Oscar, what was some of the highlights of some of the other stuff that they mentioned? Uh, during DC Fandom that, that got you excited? Uh, there was quite a few. I think the first one that comes to mind was them announcing 
the Young Justice season dropping that same day. I think that's was just unexpected. If you're a fan of that show, you never heard anything about like when it's going to start, when you're going to trailer. So to get that just out of the blue, I mean, we expected just the trailer, but we got first two episodes right on HBO Max right after the show. So that was pretty awesome. Um, we got a few good sneak peeks of shows that are on this current season, Supergirl, Stargirl, Flash. I know like some others haven't started yet, like Sweet Tooth and Superman and Lois season two. So it was kind of like, we know why, so why why have it? Like I get, I think one of the things with, with this whole DC fandom was it's a celebration of DC things, but at the same time, I think as fans, it's always more exciting to know what's coming versus what we're celebrating. Right. So they show something about uh, a show called was it Naomi? Yes. What is that about? Because I saw that Ava DuVernay. For those who don't know who Ava DuVernay is, she's one of my favorite directors. She directed um, the a show on Netflix called When They See Us. She also directed Selma. Um, and then what was the one that she did? Like the more fantasy one. I mean, a wrinkle in time a wrinkle in time yeah so she directed that but she is a part of this project called naomi do you know anything about that show not so much as to the show it's a new character um i think 2016 ish is when she made her debut in her comics and she had her like her self-title like comic so um, that was one that i didn't pick up but essentially she is one of like she doesn't have anything very unique in sense of like a, a power that you haven't seen before. You know, she has a comment, she can fly strength, little, little powers like that. Um, but essentially the way that the comic was running about was she was already in this world of DC that's already existing. You know, you have the Batman Superman's. Right. So it was just kind of like, how does a new hero fit in this greater scheme kind of thing? So it was more like a, teenage coming of age kind of story but within the, the dc comics okay well i think i'm definitely gonna i may check that out only because of who's attached to it um so and then i used to be a part of the cw i guess you know like arrow versus what they call it yeah um i watched arrow i watched supergirl i watched the flash i tried to get into legends of tomorrow but i fell off very quickly um but I just, I, I don't know, like, it sort of lost me along the way. Um, I know, I think Supergirl is in its last season. Um, yeah. I felt like The Flash was going to be in the final season, but I know they lost, like, two major characters. So, are you still watching any of those, or have, do you watch any of those? Unfortunately, I don't watch them, mm-hmm. uh, just because of their episode length. And it's, to me, I love the characters, but when you start adding more like drama that's not necessarily tied to like their powers or tied to you know a a greater threat it doesn't necessarily pertain me like flash having two kids is what they focus on like on like this upcoming season when i just want that to be part of his current story but it doesn't have to be focused on like how am i going to be a great father you know those little those little things is what the cw tends to focus on Uh, and that's what less appeals to me so i like the more craziness of like i'm a speedster and uh there's another speedster that's trying to challenge me which the show did in its like first few seasons which is what the ones i watched but as it kind of changed her it became more of like who am i you know as a as a person and it took away less of like let's focus on making great 
villains to fight him and those things like that that just kind of was like it's not for me anymore isn't his uh aren't both of his kids from the future and aren't they both like speedsters yes and to kind of tie it in it's also a little bit inaccurate to like the actual comics so originally he had just one daughter in the future in this show and that was a whole new character wasn't really from a comics he has kids yes but this one was just like completely different um and then timeline changes and things like that and now he has twins which that part is accurate but the one of the twins has taken the identity of another comic book speedster that would be his grandson so it's like things like that where it's like no longer being consistent with the comics right loses points so i feel you well i don't know if you guys can watch it anywhere i I know they had a channel on youtube maybe it's on the warner brothers um like youtube channel you may be able to catch some of the highlights from dc fandom but um we are about to dive into the movie section because that's like i said that's what i was mostly excited for and i before we actually dive into because i i want to talk about some of like the major ones well i guess well all the major movies that they they talked about i want to get your overall opinion about how did you when you when it was over like how did you feel because I'll let you go first and then I'll, I'll go like so when it was all said and done like how did you feel about what we like what we got versus what you uh what you wanted so it it it's it's a mixture and it just depends on what perspective did I want to view it as as a general DC fan I felt great I felt like there was a lot of things that that are being made that not necessarily always for me but there's an animated kid show there's you know spit like shows that are not necessarily the superheroes like dmx or um what was your sweet tooth things like that so it's like a lot of things that was highlighted that reminds me like as a dc fan this is why it's great is that there's so many things that are coming out not all necessarily you know tied together like you know in that connected universe kind of thing but um it was pretty cool that it was just like a lot of things happening for dc so that part was amazing in the terms of like the things that I specifically was excited for, and that would be particularly like the movies or or some of the shows that I watch, it it was underwhelming, and it was underwhelming only because I I want to say to me DC fandom should be a Hall H kind of thing presentation, um, and instead it's it's a little bit too more of it's a celebration of you know of what we have. And with a little snippets of teases. And it's like, that's great, but you need that, like, I didn't expect that coming. This is announced. Like, they had nice announcements, but they didn't have anything that was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, they just announced blah, blah, blah movie. Or they know they announced, like, a new show that, you know, sounds really cool or anything. They didn't have much of that. So I think the biggest announcement, and maybe I maybe I missed something, but I feel like the biggest movie announcement that they did during DC fandom was announcing Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 3 with Linda Carter and Gal Gadot, directed by Patty Jenkins. But in a uh, subtle way, it wasn't even like, a, you know, like in a title, like an yeah, official title it, card. It was or just anything. like, a, oh, yeah, type thing. Right. And 
I, I agree with you. So for those who don't know what Oscar meant by Hall H, um, so every year before, you know, COVID, um, San Diego would have this huge conference called uh, Comic-Con and they have them all over the country. But usually the one over here in, um, in San Diego is the biggest one. I know New York has also a big one as well. And they have other ones around the country, but like the big premier one that everyone usually knows is the one over here in San Diego. And Hall H is like the main hall where all of the like huge like movie studios announce and they have like panels and they usually have like a Warner Brothers panel or they'll have like a Disney panel or like a Marvel panel or like like major panels like that. And they have, you know, people come out, they do interviews really quick. They drop the biggest trailers and they make it a thing. They make like, okay. Uh, we know we're working on this movie, so we're dropping the trailer at Hall H. And a lot of times, they'll give exclusive stuff to people who's there that you can't get online. Verse, and then they'll put something else different online, or they may not put anything at all. I was expecting a lot more from the sneak peeks and the trailers, and I was very disappointed. I feel like besides Peacemaker, the only real trailer we got was Batman. And I remember I I messaged you before, and I was like, I felt like we was going to get, like, I felt like the mic drop trailer should have been The Flash. And we're going to talk about The Flash because I I definitely want to, like, get into it. But that should have been the mic drop trailer. And the reason why is because I feel like Aquaman, they just started filming um the flash i feel like they've been filming for a while and um the batman they've been filming that for the longest time too so that one is probably closer to done i think shazam just started filming as well um and then black adam uh, has been filming for a while too and i remember last year during dc fandom um batman was the mic drop trailer and they had just started filming they had maybe filming for like a month maybe and they gave us a whole teaser trailer. It was it didn't show too much to it, but it was like a two minute trailer. And I was like, and everyone walked away like, wow. Like besides, you know, you know, everyone was already excited for Wonder Woman because that was already coming. But everyone was skeptical about Robert Pattinson being Batman. And I felt like that trailer showed everyone that he could be Batman. And I felt like everyone was like, okay, whether we still have to see, but I'm actually excited for this, right? They built the anticipation of this entire DC fandom on the Batman trailer is coming. But I feel like the mic drop trailer should have been the flash. And we're going to get to it in just a little bit because I want to go in the order that they talked about it. But I was very underwhelmed with all the stuff that we saw Um, to get just behind the scenes like looks from Aquaman. And we got a little clip from Black Adam and like, you know, stuff like that. I was just like, like you said, this should be like a Hall H type thing. They should have put like stuff together for this event that we weren't going to get anywhere else. And I remember I told you, I was like, they DC's been quiet for some time. And I felt like they were quiet because they were going to wait until like this event to drop everything, to shut the internet up and to like, you know, break the internet. We got all these different trailers today and we didn't get anything other than the Batman. And Batman was cool. And like I said, we'll talk about that like later, but I was I was a little disappointed, like just like just overall. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I felt like a lot of the stuff in between, you know, like it could have been sent in the email. Like it's it's no shade to like, you know, the TV shows and stuff like that. And I understand you as like a DC fan, like you was excited for a lot of the stuff, but I feel like they could have 
they could have packaged it a little bit better and presented stuff a little bit better. Like I didn't want to see art of stuff that people drew like one third of the show. Like every single time they would talk about something, they would say, oh, look at all these inspired arts. Or transitions, like, yeah. Trans- and I'm just like, bro, like <laughs> they could do something else. But I'm okay, I'm done ranting. We're gonna we're gonna go through these movies one by one. Well, let me just say before before we go, I think I think they need to work on their structure as well. I agree. Right. I, I I've given this I've given this thought. It needs to be the like breaking news of Hall H and the presentation of Apple products. Like that is how I feel it needs to happen. And I know like to counter that is well then people are only going to tune in for like the things that they care about. Like they didn't give a schedule this year, so you couldn't be like oh the Batman's at you know. 30 I'll you know come in at that time, or you know you didn't know when the flash was going to be, so you had to watch the entire thing in a sense. Right. Um, but I, I, what what are you playing for in that case? And you know that can go into a whole question of are you playing for most views, or are you playing for what's being talked about? You know, word of mouth, social media, YouTube, and stuff. Uh, so it's it, to me, I think it really needs to work on its structure. I didn't like the structure last year. Um, it was nice that we had a schedule, so it was kind of what we, you know, we kind of knew what was happening. This year, without the schedule, it just it just gives you that. Where's where's the what's the next thing that I should be excited for versus exactly. like, you know, what we had. But I'm just saying, it wasn't and Apple. it wasn't enough to where if any other news like and and I don't want to compare the two, and I, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to make a point. If it wasn't enough to where like if another particular studio, I'm not going to say any names, was to drop a particular trailer that's coming out for a movie in December, that would have overshadowed the entire DC event. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like with, you know, we're going to like both Marvel and DC is going to like multiverse. Right. And I feel yeah. like, you know, and, and to DC's credit, DC put out their information first. Like they said they were going to do it first. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for them. And I feel like, you know, I, we talked about this before DC has the bigger properties, you know, DC, like their characters are bigger. Like I love, you know, I love super powered individuals so like you know like the wonder woman you know flash you know but i would say i would say my favorite like like bunch of characters you know will probably have to be batman and his you know his his villains i feel like all of his characters like out of all the dc stuff batman is probably my favorite even though he doesn't have any superpowers but i feel like as far as villains wise he has the best but i think that with the with the flash movie Let's actually let's just start with the flash. I, I need to get this out the way because I'm I'm so upset <laughs> with Flash. I was trying to go. Well, we need to start with Flash. So let's. I want to talk about how Ezra Miller came on screen and he had this nonchalant attitude. And I don't know if it was done on purpose, but I was just like, so he had this nonchalant attitude, like, "Hey, I'm Ezra Miller. We're working on the Flash. I'm on a set right now, but um, we don't have a trailer. Um, I don't even have like a first look, but." here's something and then they just went to it and i was like okay and then they all they showed was you know you heard michael keaton talking so for those who don't know let me explain really and uh, i'll let you also explain a little bit as well so the reason why i'm upset with like the whole flash presentation is because the flash 
is supposed to be like DC's interpretation with a movie's interpretation of like Flashpoint and like with the multiverse and stuff like that. So the big thing that they announced last year is they're bringing Michael Keaton's Batman from the 1989 Tim Burton Batman into this universe. And they've been working on it for quite some time. And I feel like to try to compete with other people, that should have been, this is our mic drop. This is what we have. And yes, they showed the back of Batman's helmet, like his head, and they showed like his, like, you know, it looked cool, but it didn't show anything. And I don't, I understand they can't show too much. I understand they put at the very end, it's still in production. But like I said, the Batman from last year with, um, Matt Reeves and um, Robert Pattinson, they had just started filming and they had enough to cut a two minute trailer. So that actually shows some stuff like with Robert Pattinson beating some bad dudes behind and saying, I'm vengeance. And that, that one sequence alone got everyone excited for Robert Pattinson being Batman because before that, I don't want this Twilight. You mean Edward Cullen is going to be Batman? Like, so that's what the general audience is thinking about when they see Robert Pattinson as Batman. So that sequence alone was like, oh, okay, maybe he can do it. They should have put something in there where we already know that Ben Affleck is going to be in it. We already know that Michael Keaton, they should have showed Michael Keaton's face in this in that trailer. They should have showed Michael Keaton next to Ezra Miller's The Flash. They should have showed something that got everyone excited. We already know what's happening. It's not a secret. And I, to, for them not to do that, and then, and then you go to the next segment, I was like, wait, that was it? Like, I was waiting for that over everything else. And that's the one thing I wanted to see from yesterday. Maybe that's why I'm so upset is because I felt like cheated. I was like, I wanted my money back. <laughs> and I didn't pay for anything. You just so, registered with your email. <laughs> right. I, no, give me my email back. No, I, I want my money back. I want to talk to the manager. So, okay, let me digress. Oscar, okay, so what did you think about... Actually, before, before you give your thoughts about it, explain a little bit about what this Flashpoint movie could potentially be. Like, what is, what's going to happen in this movie? Yeah, so... Essentially, this story, a flashpoint that you may hear, is all of a single like thing that Barry Allen, the Flash, does, which is he makes a decision when he learns they can go back in time to go back in time and prevent his mom from dying when he was a child. That in alone has that butterfly effect that causes little things to change in the course of uh, you know, the current timeline and which right. is when he returns to his current timeline, it's a whole different world. It's, you know, a lot of villains are good guys. A lot of good guys are villains. You know, the, the biggest thing that that story has was that it was Bruce Wayne that died in the alley and his dad is became his, uh, became Batman and his mom became Joker. So that was like the biggest takeaway from that storyline. But a lot of little things was different. And, you know, in the comics, it's fun because you can just, tease things and not really have to go into a lot right. um so that's what the main focus of the flashpoint storyline is is just barry makes a decision a selfish decision and he sees the damage it does and he has to go and try to fix that but it's not as easy as him to be able to go back due to the current timeline and losing powers and those are a lot of little things that you know expand the story um but yeah so that's essentially the core of flashpoint and it looks like this movie is going to play with that idea of he made a choice and he's seeing the consequences, but instead of just, 
oh, he went back in time and then came back to his present, it seems like he's jumping multiverses or he's going to another Earth and he's seeing how this other Earth, you know, is having having consequences and things like that. So that's where Michael Keaton comes into play. Um, so that's what it seems like. It seems like it's taking the idea but expanding it to how it does it affect other universes, it seems. So right. that's so, in a nutshell. <laughs> so from what we got in the little and I'm, I'm i won't even call it a trailer because it wasn't what well, we got in a blink of a look what did you think i was i was happy that they showed his suit because that has been probably the biggest thing that i wanted to see like the other elements who's you know uh, uh, Barry, yes oh, okay. flash suit uh just because it's it's kind of been known in terms of like that his post justice league costume was going to be completely different and most likely comic accurate. And from the snippets we got, it looked amazing. Like that one shot with the waterfall behind him. Yeah, and like that suit was look. Yeah, yeah. I think that was probably like the the their best shot in that in that <laughs> blink of an eye look, as you call right. it. <laughs> blink of an eye of a look. But uh, so it's it was exciting um, to see kind of like the continuation of the Flash from his last appearance in the movie. So I was, I was excited that we got something, but I, I, I just feel like, and I think this is, might be a little tricky because if you don't know and you don't follow like the movie development, like, you know, the way comic fans like love to kind of get any snippet of what they can hear any fan fiction rumor that's being, you know, thrown around a lot of it is, okay, I know what I'm expecting and I'm expecting uh, Supergirl. To be in this movie you know i'm expecting michael keaton to be in this movie i'm expecting ben affleck to return as batman like these things have been confirmed or you know have been you know leaked into some degree so it's like i want to see those things and it doesn't give you that it gives you i mean that one shot at the end that has his other like duplicate and then it has supergirl but you don't really see them he's been and it's a quick like five seconds for him to just ask a question and what you assume it's Michael Keaton he's talking to, but you know, who knows? So it's just kind of like when you're a fan of these franchises and you follow a lot on social media and in the internet, you almost know a lot that when they say they're going to show something, you expect everything to be shown. And to the defense of the film, and this is probably like the only defense I have for what we got for the flash. A lot of it is visual effects heavy. Um, so if that takes time, and so it, it's probably where a lot of it wasn't yet ready. And what we got was probably like the most finished uh, compared to like the Batman, where a lot of Batman shots are going to be more, you know, realistic, something that, you know, doesn't need much visual effects. It has like, you know, editing for sure. And, you know, has some touches on some scenes, but nothing heavy. But Flash does have more visual effects that need to be done. But to counter that is it's just more of like, they knew DC fandom was coming. It's not like Warner Brothers was like <laughs> we we you know it's not like Warner Brothers was just like, oh, next week, let's just do something for fans. Can you guys put something together real quick? You know, it's like they could have been like, okay, can you guys focus on getting something ready for October? They announced it in April. DC fandom is in October. I just felt like that should have been like a mandate for every film to be like, let's drop something cool. And always as we talk about the other ones, some of them did a little bit better. But this one, yeah, and, and there was no behind-the-scenes talk. It wasn't. We didn't see the director talking about why he wants to make this movie, uh, or Ezra talking about you know what it was to become back to the character. It was just uh, an introduction to a, a, a 
what, was, what did we call it there? Yeah, I kind of forgot the name already. We called it the but, introduction to the little sneak peek, and you know that we showed, but so that they showed. But what, do, what we call blink of an eye? Oh, blink of an oh, blink of a oh, blink of a peek. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I feel you. Like I, I, I think that. Um, yeah, so like like I said before, this should have been the mic drop. And I think that yeah. people who's watching DC fandom are like, they know what's going on. Like, this yes. is not like, uh, oh, we just put this trailer online and like, blah, 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 blah. And um, like, they, they know what's going on. Like, people who are logging in to watch DC fandom, they like, they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that even like a panel, so like going back to what you were talking about with like the Hall H thing, the good thing about Hall H um for like san diego comic-con is whenever they show anything they usually try to get the actors and actresses to come out if they can't do a whole panel they'll at least bring them out and say hey we are announcing this person to play this or we're doing this or we're doing that you know what i mean and they bring them out for the the fans to see and talk to them even if they're only out there because like warner brothers will have like uh what a two-hour I would say two hours yeah. set, but in the two hours, they announce like they talk about 10 different things. So not everyone has like an hour thing. Like sometimes they only have five to 10 minutes to show their presentation. But within that five or 10 minutes, you'll get a panel, you'll get some type of art, but you get some type of dialogue. And I think that they should have had, if any of them should have had a behind the scenes look, it should have been a flash. They should have had, oh, like Michael Keaton saying, oh, it's been 30 years since I've been in this Batman suit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It still fits because he put it online. Like, this stuff isn't a secret. Like, like I said, I, I know I keep saying I don't want to talk about it, but I'm doing it just to, uh, to make a point. But there's a movie coming out in, in, in December that is from a different studio that we're not going to say any names. But there is rumors and speculations about what's happening in this movie that was not confirmed. So if they put out any thing and don't show anything to their defense they never confirmed it you know what i mean it's just yeah. it's just there to whet the appetite of the audience to say oh what's coming or what's happening with the flash they put out there that michael keaton is going to be in this they put out there that supergirl is going to be in it this is supposed to be ben affleck's last movie as batman they put all this stuff out there so for you to put it out there and it's not a secret and then don't show it and a, a event that surrounded you know all of these movies and stuff is someone dropped the ball on that i'm sorry um yeah and and to to just add to that real quick last year they hadn't started filming when dc fandom took place so it was completely understandable that all we got was concept art right why does it feel like last year still topped this year with what the panel like what not even panel what they had for the flash segment it's very confusing and i know you know Sure, if they want to say, you know, heavy spoilers, fine. Because, and in, in, in again, in fairness, the other movie from, you know, the other studio, a lot of it still hasn't been dropped or mentioned. Like, we still don't have a poster, things like that. So it's not like it's completely unnatural what they did for The Flash. But I think what you had the opportunity for was to get the fans to get excited for it to push that initial marketing that it's happening right. and i think like with the batman trailer last year was the fans loved it they were like this is amazing and that's when general audience pick up on i hear there's a batman trailer i gotta check this out that's how it works for this franchise uh, and many franchises is where the fans is what gives it that boost 
to then become public, like general audience public, to then become a, a big hit. That's why it trends, you know, number one, because people then like are finding out, oh, a trailer came out. I got to check this out. I don't think the general audience were necessarily watching fandom. I think they were like, oh, oh no, I don't think the general happened. audience knows the Flash movie is coming out. So, in fairness, yeah, because yeah. we the we barely have a logo for that movie, right? And no release date that was confirmed. I mean, I know technically they have like a release date in November, but I think only a few movies had their confirmed date, and I think it was the Batman. Well, I think they Black confirmed, Adam. I don't think they confirmed it during the event, but um, I saw Fandango confirm like stuff, and right. like, I saw so, like, Regal and stuff too. There's yeah, tentative dates for for the movies, right? Um, and I, I'm trying to remember if Aquaman had a had a date on its. They little. did so. Um, I know that uh, Black Adam had a had a, a date. Yes, that's in for May. sure. Um, Batman had a date. That's in March. Yeah. Um, and then Aquaman is, is December. Yeah, but I don't Which, know. I don't know if, if they said December. Yeah, I think the I want to say the video said December because that was a thing that I kind of made a note of mentally was the Flash didn't mention November. I, good or take it a good or bad, whether you know that's still that date is solid, but it's just more of like Shazam said twenty twenty three. The Flash could at the very least been like twenty twenty two. You know, it didn't yeah. have to. They, all it said at the end was in production. In production, so it was it's so ghetto. I'm I'm over it. Like it's so annoying. I think going back to like what I was talking about before, the reason why I'm comparing it to the other movie that's coming out December from a different studio is if they they haven't they haven't said anything. They have it's all it's all rumors. True about what's coming. They've never confirmed it. So if they was to put out anything, any marketing material that that studio was to put out up until the movie comes out if they never confirm what these rumors are they have every right to not show anything you know what i mean dc confirmed stuff they yeah. talked about it last year they've confirmed it the actors Very are confirming true. it so that's why i feel like it's different like you know and i don't want to spend the entire time on the flash but but i'm telling you that was the biggest one i was disappointed with that was the biggest one um but like with um with like other movies with um like black adam or peacemaker or these other ones that we have they had a behind the look like behind the scenes look they should have given us at least that i would i would rather have had that than what we got and i think and even though i wanted a trailer i wanted to see more and I, my frustration is not because i hate the property is because i'm excited i think out of all the stuff that's coming from dc i'm most excited for the flash because yeah. i want that to succeed and i think from a business standpoint um there's a reason why they're doing this movie there's a reason why from a business um, perspective because this flash is coming out of Zack snyder's you know universe and i think the warner brothers is trying to get away from that and they're trying to establish something different so this they can use like you know this flashpoint and multiverse thing to change everything up that way by the end of it they can keep what they want and get rid of some of the other stuff so yeah i'm really excited and I, I know we're ranting but i am genuinely excited for this movie um i'm here to see what's going to happen um i think out of all the dc characters i know the the i won't say the least because i know some stuff because of the flash show but i don't really follow i've never read a flash comic or anything like that but i'm very interested to see this movie um i really hope it succeeds and i hope that that first official trailer they put out better 
yes so that's, that's, that's true <laughs> they, they can make up they can make up if they, they deliver if they if they do what they need to do with that trailer i will go back and say you know what i am so sorry dc y'all y'all you know y'all made me eat my words Right. So, um, but let's jumping back a little bit. Uh, Black Adam was the first one, and it sort of opened up DC fandom. Uh, actually, no, they did. Like, yeah, Black Adam they confirmed it hits theaters seven twenty nine twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, probably July. I thought it was May. Yeah, yeah so uh, seven twenty nine twenty twenty two. It was starring The Rock, obviously, and they gave us like a like a clip. And for those who don't know Black, I don't know anything about the character at all. But if just general, and I'll let you talk about it a little bit, um, Black Adam is also a part of like the Shazam universe, I'm assuming. Um, Their costumes are very different. I don't know if he's like an anti-hero or if he's like a villain to Shazam. I know that there's parts in the comics. I think Black Adam like beats up Superman. I don't know if he beats up like Shazam, but I'll let you go into that. But um, that first clip they showed was was really cool. Um, I I can see why they chose. Well, I know I know the Rock is like like heavily invested into the property. I'm pretty sure didn't he pitch this? to like get it years. done yeah yeah so i know he's been working on it um i have a per i don't have like, i love the rock as an actor as a person and stuff like that um i got a little bit of fatigue from the rock because i feel like every single movie i turn on he's in it so like i, I feel the same way about like kevin hart and a few other people as well it's just kind of like you know it's like it's they're all over and oh, oh yeah they, they announced some like the little animated thing yeah the like league of super pets yeah yeah and i'm like that's another thing like dang the rock, like you're in everything but anyways i feel like this one it fits him and I, I just hope that I, I see the character Black Adam and not The Rock. But from the clip that we got was super dope. Um, but Oscar, what is who is Black Adam and how did you feel about what we got? So to, to, to answer the first part, Black Adam is Shazam's like main enemy. Very similar to Batman and Joker, uh, Superman and Lex Luthor. That kind of like, that's the main villain you would most likely associate with Shazam. Um, he is a villain, but he, he has that shades of anti-hero. He's become, and I think to kind of help for, for those that don't know DC, but no Marvel, uh, he's a Dr. Doom kind of character where he's like, I run my country. I run, you know, my little area. Don't mess with me. I won't mess with you. If you try to do something to my, my, my area, I'm going to come fight you, but I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm not just going to, you know, be peaceful about it. So that's kind of where it's been more recently, where it's less of, I hate Shazam, I want to, you know, kill him for, you know, whatever reason, it's become more of like, I have the same thing as him, but I'm doing my own thing, trying to, you know, take over and and rule my country. So that's kind of more of where this movie is going to be looking at. Do their powers come from the same source? Yes, they both come from the same source. He, Black Adam, was the original champion of the powers that Shazam has. Um, but as you kind of saw last year when he talked about it and, and you kind of got a glimpse of this, he kind of took the power and did what's best for for himself versus the good of the world. So that's where it became like he's more of a villain. And Shazam is the opposite where he's actually doing it for the good of the world versus himself. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we got a little clip. We also got like a little bit of behind the scenes stuff, but we got like a like they said this was like the first time you actually see black adam so what did you think about what we got like from that little clip i i I really liked it i felt i felt like it had 
like a good not darkness i wouldn't i don't want to say dark but it had like good weight to it and that the way he appeared the way he, like his immediate reaction is to kill gives you that he's not here to kind of crack jokes and be shazam and exactly what we got in that movie he's here with the business he's here with the purpose and that to, is inter, is exciting to to see with okay how is that gonna develop into the story and if you can you know saw the behind the scenes part other heroes are going to be involved in trying to stop him so it becomes more of okay what's what is his like purpose and you know why does it get to a point where other heroes have to come and fight him so that's where it kind of really gets exciting to see uh, i think that just from what we saw like you know the cinematography looked really good you know the powers looked incredible uh, i think it was a good first look of this movie i think it wasn't a trailer or anything like that so it wasn't enough but i think for people to kind of one either be like oh black black adam has the rock in it and see that first clip you do have that first thought of okay this may not be his typical his typical role of you know being a like too family oriented like a lot of his movies are families can go see his movies this one's kind of at least with this shot kind of was like okay maybe maybe this was not for kids i mean eventually i'm sure it's gonna be but you know it has some like serious like dark tone to it um so it piques interest i think yeah when um in the first shazam movie when all the little kids spoiler alert become like the adult superheroes and they go back to like their little sanctum place wasn't there like an empty chair is was that and supposed to be for black a deleted Adam? scene yeah in a, in a deleted scene gotcha okay yes so we have Black Adam. Like I said, he opened up DC fandom. And um, I think that was a good like way to open it up just because, you know, The Rock is well known just across like the world and everyone knows him and like adores him for the most part. So that was a really cool way to open up. Um, from there, the next movie that we got was after. Um, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdoms. So they they also, they, yeah, they actually said that that one um, hits theaters 12-22-22. So, um, yeah, so the only one that we didn't get an actual like confirmed date for was The Flash because I, I wrote this out of my notes. But that one, we got some behind-the-scenes stuff a little bit. Um, I thought Black Manta looked really, really cool. Uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen comes back as Black Manta. Um, we saw like some glimpses of uh, Mira. Um, what's his like brother's name? Orm. Or Ocean okay. Master. Yeah. So we got some of that as well. His his suit looks like really, really cool as well. I think Jason Momoa is a perfect Aquaman. And I think that it was it's really cool because you know Aquaman has always been like the punchline character, just like just because oh he in the cartoon sometimes he can look a little bit ridiculous, you know, as you know, he talks to fish and everything like that. But I think just because Jason Momoa is like this huge guy um you know with the with all the hair and everything but he's also like a big sweetheart you know his personality is really really cool um i think that casting jason Momoa as aquaman has been amazing um the first movie i enjoyed for the most part i enjoyed it um the visuals were stunning like they were so beautiful yeah and for the movie to largely take place underwater they made it work um and i remember i i said this before um 
you know, you know, Aquaman, like the like Aquaman had to walk so that Little Mermaid can run, you know, from from Disney, and um, I think that you know, see, I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not against CGI when it works, and especially like when fantasy movies and like superheroes and stuff like that. I'm not one of those. Oh, it needs to look realistic, or, or it needs to do. That. And I'm like, you're you're talking about a superhero that lives in the water, like who can talk to sharks, like you know what I mean. So I think as long as it looks nice, but I think at you know, um, you know, it looked beautiful. It the, the colors were vibrant. Um, there was a few shots in the movie that was a little dark, but it was supposed to be dark because you went to like the deep trenches of the ocean and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I also know water is kind of hard to CGI. So I think there was like a few times where like there was a one like where they flooded like where his dad stays or something like that. The water was kind of like, you know, eh. but I, it didn't bother me. You know what I mean? So I, I think for the most part, what I'm trying to say is like I enjoyed the CGI. So I'm really excited to see like how this next movie is going to look. It looked amazing from the behind the scenes footage that we got um i'm excited i'm excited that this is coming out in december of 2022 and i think the first one came out in december as well yeah. um, and it did really well um as well so That's what did DC you think movie what, what box did you office think? Was, was it really yeah it's the the it, it beat the dark knight for the best like grossing like dc movie so oh, wow i didn't know that so what did you think about uh aquaman and the footage that we saw from dc fandom i think it didn't have anything new that was worthwhile and exciting outside of to me i think the biggest thing was black manta's new look which i thought last one was as comic accurate as they're going to get but nope they took a step another step forward and, and made it even more comically accurate which that suit looks amazing like i'm ready for those like collectibles <laughs> of right of that i, think I have one too i think i have a fungal pop um, the, the, yeah the first one that one yeah, that yeah. was was and that's the thing too it was like that was one of those it's like i don't think you need to upgrade it like i think you're fine with keeping it as is like but they right. they, they upgraded it and made it even better so that's exciting um but the concept art those those always gets tricky because they show you some amazing things and then you don't really see that in the on the final product so it's kind of like i like that they show that it's going to go bigger they're going to go to different places like they showed elements that you know you're just like okay i'm down for you know this kind of progress of where the aquaman is going towards but they didn't give a sense of like and this time his villain is or you know any kind of like oh that's something i didn't know or something exciting that's like i need to see that happens it's kind of like you just feel like it's gonna be as of right now more of the same of what you got in the first one which you don't want you kind of want to you know go up a notch so i feel like that was the only thing that was missing was that it didn't give you that that big this is what you should prepare for or you know for comic fans this villain is being you know brought to the screen or this character is being brought um it kind of played it safe with like everything you loved in the first one is coming in the second one we're gonna have fun it's gonna be a you know crazy story and you're just like thanks but uh i need i need that that new that like that's gonna be crazy i can't wait for that because right now it's just more of like I did like the first one, so I'll see the second one. But that's just more out of like, all right, I trust you because you did the first one. So but they didn't maybe, give anything that's like exciting. Maybe, uh, maybe Black Manta would be 
more of a villain this time because I feel like possible? I feel like in the first one, like it was a, like he I don't want to say he was sideswiped, but he was sort of sideswiped. But I also feel like his arc was set up. You know what I mean? Like right. we we saw why he doesn't like Aquaman, which to his offense, like to his defense, I understand. You know, because he he feels like you know Aquaman was you know the cause of his father's death, and like I can understand that. And then we see him build his suit, and then we see him use it like once. And I think that fighting sequence was really dope because um, that's when they had like the continuous shot thing when they were fighting and stuff like that on the like I forgot where they were um, yeah. but that's pretty much all we saw but I feel like they teased um, Black Manta to be like a bigger character so I hope that you know we get more from Black Manta this time around um, and but I don't really see I don't know how he is in the comics but I feel like the character that we got um, were they were they pirates? Uh, for his like henchmen, yeah, or for like for Black Manta, yeah, was yes, Black they're, Manta... they're essentially pirates, yeah. Okay, so I guess essentially, like, yeah, he's a bad person, but I don't feel like him as like a, like a character is like a bad character, if that makes any sense. Like, I know right. like he was doing like what they were doing was like kind of wrong, but I feel like like I don't really see like him going after um, Aquaman is more personal versus yeah. like oh I'm just trying to take over the world type thing. I'm trying you to take over I mean? the water. Right. I'm trying to take over all, like all things water. So maybe they'll introduce like another character. I don't know, but I'm you excited. Like that for was that one. the that was the 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 like missing component to really push it forward. Again, I know it, it's not coming out until December, so maybe they don't have they haven't filmed the villain or whatever. Like I get they haven't, but they could have still mentioned it. And I will say, if we didn't know what the title was, I think the way that the Aquaman segment started with like it was a waterfall, and then it froze, and then like it like the ice was breaking, and then you saw the title. I thought that was a nice way, yeah, to reveal the title. If we didn't know what the title was, I think that would have been a nice little like kind of because I thought of like the Dark Knight where it was like you know little bright lights and then you hear joker talking and then reveal but it kind of was like that so that was a nice touch that's really cool yeah so aquaman and the lost kingdom is supposed to hit theaters on december 22nd 2022 Hey everyone, that concludes part one of the DC Fandom Movie Discussion with my boy Oscar. Please be sure to check out the next episode for part two where we continue talking about all the exciting things that they talked about during the DC Fandom event. In the meantime, please be sure to follow me on my Instagram page at The Movie Bugle. You can also find me on Twitter at The Movie Bugle as well. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>